Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks, and you're listening to my main man, Ross Volkmer. He may be a Husker, but he also knows how to rock chalk. And you're listening to the Morning Blitz right here on 102.5 Rock. Continuing on a Wednesday show, once again, expected temperatures to be in the upper 30s today in the tri-state region, currently sitting at 23 degrees. Joe Schrammick, Goodland High School wrestling coach, kind of spent some time with us here on this Wednesday morning. Good morning, coach. How's things going today? Going pretty good. Well, you didn't get a chance to visit before the season began, unfortunately, Coach. And I was just kind of curious if we were to visit, you know, before the first uh, few matches of this season, what would you have said about this year's upcoming team? I Because I, kind of from the, the view that I have, which is not inside the, the wrestling room or anything like that, you know, the, the girls return quite a bit of pieces and that, that roster continues to grow, you know, where the guys, you graduated some pretty big pieces from last year. So I'm just kind of your thoughts on what this season could be uh, kind of from the beginning? Uh, yeah, we're definitely on the boys' side. We are young. A lot of youth, we only have a couple seniors out, and they actually have limited uh, experience wrestling. They haven't wrestled with us for all four years. And then currently, you know, we, have th- we fill 13 varsity positions when we are full with sickness and injuries. We have been having that kind of stuff go around the last couple weeks, too, but out of the thir- 13 weights we fill, we actually fill them with seven freshmen. So I knew it was going to be challenging this year, especially early on with our youth and inexperience because there's always a learning curve from coming from junior high to high school sports. It's, you know, once you start wrestling juniors and seniors, there's a lot of maturity difference and it takes time to kind of learn. And, and our kids, our boys are working hard and they're getting better. I even saw improvement over the last two weeks, from week one to week two in our competitions from our younger kids of just wrestling smarter and, uh, you know, understanding what it's going to take to wrestle at the high school level. And as for our girls, like you said, yeah, we continue to grow. We got uh, 14 girls out this year, and uh, we returned Destiny, who's, who's um, you know, we've, she's been our two-time state placer, and uh, Lola Burke has been a, a – staple in our girls program from day one where she's kind of been our lead one of our leaders of our team and helping us grow this sport and she's having a great start to her season starting out nine and four and and we also are actually pretty pretty young in the girls sport because a lot of our girls we got four or five freshmen they're you know they've only been wrestling one or two years so there's a learning curve there as well and and I think our girls are working hard continuing to improve and and, you know, like I said, it's a lot of youth and, and experience, but we hope we can mold those kids, the girls and boys. And as the season grows, you'll see an improvement and have them peaking at the end of the year where, where it gives them the chance to maybe surprise some people. Joe Schrammick is our guest, Goodland High School wrestling coach. Uh, talking about, you know, the sport of girls wrestling as a whole, I know we mentioned this last year, but the, the growth to me is just amazing because now you're starting to see full girls teams and maybe not even full boys teams in some schools. I just find that to be amazing. Yeah, there's a couple even in Northwest Kansas where I think their girls team is full more full than the um, boys team, like you're saying. And and now it's really grown off. Like for us here too, we have added junior high girls wrestling opposite of the boys season and opposite of girls basketball. Um, and you're starting to see that start to pick up. And that's when you're really going to see those high school programs um, growing too, because we we just had our preseason meeting. Because junior high girls will start 
around January 1st, and we had about 16 girls interested in participating in girls junior high wrestling. So when that starts to take off, you're going to see that trickle down in the youth, and it's it's something that's going to be around for a while and continue to grow for a while. I think I wouldn't be surprised at some point in time if it keeps doing this that it's going to be just equal or even have more participants than the boys do statewide. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I, 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 one thing right now, it's new. And, you know, I think one thing too is, you know, there's never really been a, you know, especially in our smaller schools, a option other than in the winter, you know, either play basketball or there was no other option. And, you know, and, and you're starting to tap into that, those families and those people that maybe, maybe they didn't have sons, and they end up with daughters, but they were a wrestling family, and now their daughters are getting a chance to wrestle and that opportunity. And, and I see a lot of that, too. You know, I, a lot of our girls were either had brothers or aunts or uncles, dads that were wrestlers, and, you know, it kind of gave that avenue. It's been around longer than people realize. It's just the fact that it wasn't sanctioned in our state and states around us, but um, women's wrestling on the, the Olympic level has been around for a while. No, it's very, very true. Uh, Joe Schrama, Goodland High School head wrestling coach, uh, joining us here. Always love bringing him on, visiting about kind of just a wrestling as a whole. Uh, diving more back into your team, you guys have had a couple weekends into the season. Kind of give me your thoughts on on this early start there. I know you said really young, but good improvement in week two. Yeah, I, like I said, the first week at St. Francis, we had three guys make the medal stand. It's always a little bit smaller tournament, and uh, um, we, and we saw a lot of we had some good things there. Uh, Logan Franz actually won the St. Francis tournament. He's one of more wrestlers, more experienced. He was JV last year um, behind Mason Hernandez, but filled in when Mason was injured and actually won 30 some matches. Um, he won the St. Francis tournament. And then at the Colby meet, he went five and two. So he started off pretty good start. He's 10 and he's 10 and two on the season. So he, he is doing some really good things. And I, I kind of expected that out of Logan because he's one of our, more experience. Um, another kid that has put a lot of time and work in, um, and I've seen improvement from last year to this kind of goes from last year is he wrestled a varsity as a freshman for us, Omar Hernandez. He was probably like 12 and 30 on varsity as a freshman at 138. And I know his record right now isn't outstanding, but it's seven and six, but he's probably wrestled the toughest competition out of all of our kids. Just his weights have been really tough wrestled a Scott City kid that's a really good wrestler, eight to five, and he placed third at St. Francis and then went four and three in the tournament. And like I said, the pool was, was tough. We had Pine Creek, Hayes, Blue Valley, Monarch, Colorado, schools that have quadruple our size. Brutal. <laughs> Brutal <laughs> yeah. schedule. And, so he, and he went four and three on the weekend. And, and you know, and, and Traven Conger, uh, Took third at St. Francis. A freshman has a lot of experience in the youth program and coming up. It's been a learning curve. He's wrestling 132. He he uh, he did really well the first week, and then getting in some of that our pool stuff. We got some really really tough upper end kids. I'm talking top two three kids in their classification, and it was a learning experience. And he won three matches, but competed tough. And and then another wrestler for me, uh, Deegan Knox. Um, he is a freshman as well, and he, he actually went to Saney, really struggled, um, had some matches where he was winning and made some freshman mistakes and 
lost some matches you should have won, and then we went here next week at Colby and big pool, like I said, pretty tough competition, won three matches and, and saw a great improvement in that, like I said. And, and that's something you got to look for in these younger kids. Like it's day by day, week by week. You got to keep their confidence up because they are going to struggle at times. And it's got to figure that balance of how they, they need to understand. Maybe they didn't win that match, but they did improve in some aspect of their skill set and their wrestling because, you know, you're, that's part of part of a becoming good is also learning from your mistakes and losing and understanding how not every time when you win or lose or when you lose that necessarily there wasn't something positive in that match you did. So. No, absolutely. Uh, Joe Schramach, our guest here on the Morning Blitz. From the girls' perspective, you mentioned you have a couple of girls that have, have a lot of varsity wrestling experience. What's going to take for them to to get over the top? In some cases, for some girls to be able to place, stand on the podium at the state tournament. I know we're a long ways from that. And in, in other cases, like maybe Destiny Gonzalez and even Hayden Blocklinger, I know is coming back from some injuries after her great first season. What's it going to take for them to push and get higher up on the medal stand? In the case of Destiny Gonzalez, maybe finally capture herself a, a championship, a gold medal. Well, I think they're on the right track. They're uh, they're working hard. They're putting some time in the morning to get a little bit stronger. Um, with some strength stuff and and it's just a it's a, a lot of times it's a mental game when you get to that upper level where you got to believe in yourself and understand that you can't beat anybody and anybody can win at any time and we just got to continue as coaches to kind of preach that and understand that that it's you're playing the long game too maybe some things didn't go this early on you have you've taken some losses which sometimes is better because you can learn from that because the marathon in wrestling we're looking at that end result and i think our, our coaches and stuff we're just going to continue to do what we do and really be positive with them and then understand make them know that that we need to be mentally strong mentally tough and 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 at the end of the day that they're going to be prepared to win that match uh, one more for you. It's the third consecutive week of great area tournaments. Of course, the Gable Jenkins two weekends ago. This this past weekend, of course, the Eagle Invitational, and now, of course, Goodland's Holiday Classic. Uh, in your opinion, what makes the Holiday Classic such a, a really fun tournament for the kids and for everyone around the region? There's a wide variety of teams. Um, it's it's keep it continues to grow, and and you're going to see the kids. They usually all the kids get four to five matches, so you get to see them not just wrestle two. And I. I go, like I said, it continues to grow. We're going to actually be running six mats because the girls' division keeps getting bigger. We're going to have 18 girl teams and uh, 20 boys' teams and just a wide variety of great competition from Colorado, from all over state. This year we added Clay Center. So Clay Center is going to be a great addition to our, our tournament. And we got a Perry LeCompton from the Lawrence area comes out and – and then, of course, we got Rocky Ford, who's always really good in the Colorado division, Burlington. And I just think it's just good Northwest Kansas wrestling with some other schools mixed in there, and and hockey will be there. And I, I just, just continue to get tougher and tougher our tournament is. And like I said, you can see those kids um, wrestle four to five matches. And when you get to those placing rounds, you can see some of the premier matches where you're going to have some of the top-end kids and the state, you know, and it's also a good mix of 4A and 3A, too. So you get to see that different competition where you see a 3A kid wrestle a 4A kid, to, you know, and there's going to be some really good matches where you probably have the top 
four a kid wrestling a top three a kid and and that's just always fun to watch too once again he is joe shrama kid wrestling coach for uh goodland high school uh coach what time does that all begin on uh on saturday is it 9 a.m mountain or is it earlier at 9 a.m mountain is when we kick it off and uh, like i said you know we're gonna have well if you count girls and boys almost what 38 teams in that building so it should be a big day a long day you don't <laughs> yeah. want to set if you don't want to set you don't want to set for the eight hours, nine hours, and just pick and choose. Uh, when you come in, no matter what time you walk in the building, uh, you're going to see some good quality wrestling, and it'll be a fun day. Absolutely. Uh, Joe Schrammick, uh high school wrestling coach for Goodland High. Uh, thanks, Joe. Appreciate the time this morning. We'll catch up soon. Yep, thanks. Once again, great stuff there from Joe Schrammick, talking a little high school wrestling. Uh, and, of course, the Max Jones with the Mini Max, a great place for the wrestling. Plenty of places for mats, a lot of great uh, area to, to, to watch. Uh, so invite people to go check out the Holiday Classic here this Saturday. Uh, really, really, like I said, three consecutive weeks of great tournaments, the Gable Jenkins in St. Francis, the Eagle Invitational in Colby, and, and of course, the Holiday Classic. So um, look forward to uh, seeing how that all shakes out here this coming weekend over there or here in the Max Jones Fieldhouse. Look forward to that. So anyway, any thoughts on wrestling, Christian? Do you know anything about wrestling at all? Uh, not not the technical side of it, no. Yeah, I, neither me. Not wrestling really. is is much bigger here it's actually in kind of like the southeastern portion of the midwest a little bit kind of northeast of us as you get into the iowa it's huge in iowa oh i know it's massive yeah iowa it's massive it's massive especially at around iowa and as you get even a little bit further south into the eastern portions of the nation wrestling is huge and it's cool to see it growing around here too yeah, it's it's always been pretty big. Uh, you definitely don't want to go back and listen to any of the Ross Volkmer tapes when we used to cover wrestling for play-by-play. <laughs> that would not. It's not good stuff. Not good stuff. Uh, we do have a winner for our last, our very very last uh, sparkling Ooh, instant scratch tickets. One? The last one. Congratulations to Denise. She is our winner. She was the first one to get in. I know we had other people text in, but Denise was uh, the the quickest on the thumbs, the quickest thumbs in the West to get in there and get that last ticket. So congratulations, Denise. She's our la- winner of the. Kansas Lottery Instant Tickets. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. We'll wrap up the show with some final thoughts next. You're listening to Wednesday edition of the Morning Blitz.